0: But some of you will already have these words memorized. And for others, perhaps you'll simply want to listen and have these words prayed over you tonight. And we're encouraging you to share it with others. Tonight, I wanna tell you a story about the man who we know as the author of O Little Town of Bethlehem, but in his own day, was known as one of America's greatest preachers. This is the story of Phillips Brooks. Let us quiet our hearts before God. that we may now live a godly, righteous, and sober life to the glory of your holy name. Amen. Hear these words of absolution and comfort. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. O Lord, open our lips 467 of the prayer book. Praise the Lord. Praise God in His holiness. Praise Him in the firmament of His power. Praise Him for His mighty acts. Praise Him for His excellent greatness. Praise Him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise Him upon the lute and harp. Praise Him with the timbrels and dances. Praise Him upon the strings and pipe. Praise Him with the resounding cymbals. Praise Him with the loud cymbals. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord, O praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Out of all the Christmas carols, my favorite phrase is, The hopes and fears of all the years are met in thee tonight. I love it because of how well it summarizes the gospel. And I shouldn't be surprised that it was written by a preacher. Let me tell you the story of Phillips Brooks. Born in 1835 to an elite Boston family, Phillips came from a long line of preachers and three of his brothers were also ordained in the Episcopal Church along with him. After graduating Harvard in 1855, Phillips briefly taught at the prestigious Boston Latin School until his call to ministry. He enrolled in Virginia Theological Seminary, was ordained in 1859 at the age of 24, and after his curacy at Church of the Advent in Philadelphia, he became rector at Holy Trinity Philadelphia for the next seven years, and he gained a reputation as a gifted preacher. During this time as rector at Holy Trinity Philadelphia, Phillips visited the Holy Land in 1865 and was inspired, particularly at Bethlehem, to see in the fields modern-day shepherds still keeping watch over their flocks by night. So Phillips wrote the lyrics for the famous carol, O Little Town of Bethlehem. And he gave the lyrics to Holy Trinity's organist, Mr. Louis H. Redner. And Redner tells the story in his journal. It's probably best if I just read it to you. As Christmas of 1868 approached, Mr. Brooks told me that he had written a simple little carol for the Christmas service, and he asked me to write the tune for it. We were to practice it on the following Sunday. Mr. Brooks came to me on Friday and said, "Redner, have you ground up the music yet for O Little Town of Bethlehem?' I replied, no, but that he should have it by Sunday. On Saturday night, my brain was all confused about the tune— but I was aroused from sleep late in the night, hearing an angel strain whispering in my ear, and seizing a piece of music paper, I jotted down the treble of the tune, as we now have it. And on Sunday morning, before going to church, I filled in the harmony. Neither Mr. Brooks nor I ever thought the carol would live beyond that Christmas of 1868. It turns out that old little town of Bethlehem became one of the world's most popular Christmas carols. A year later, at the age of 34, Phillips was appointed rector of one of the most prominent and historical churches in America, Trinity Church Boston. And he served there 22 years until his election as the sixth Episcopal Bishop of Boston. From that pulpit, he became one of the most influential American preachers of the 19th century. Even during a rebuilding of the church after a fire in 1872, Trinity's attendance kept growing as people were drawn to his preaching. His lectures on preaching, given at Yale Divinity School, became the standard homiletics textbook for many American pastors, where Brooks defines preaching as the bringing of truth through personality. After guest preaching at Westminster Abbey before Queen Victoria, it was said of him, there was no sign of art about his preaching, no touch of self-consciousness. He spoke to his audience as a man might speak to his friend. Phillips Brooks' Life as a Preacher reminds me of the words in Second Timothy chapter 4. I charge you in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus, who is to judge the living and the dead— Do the work of the evangelists. Fulfill your ministry. Let us confess we believe in the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth. I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord. He was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary. He suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. Give peace in our time, O Lord, and defend us by your mighty power. Let not the needy, O Lord, be forgotten, nor the hope of the poor be taken away. Create in us clean hearts, O God, and take not your Holy Spirit from us. A collect for peace. O God, the source of all holy desires, all good counsels and all just works, give to your servants that peace which the world cannot give that our hearts may be set to obey your commandments and that we, being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. A Collect for Aid Against Perils Lighten our darkness, we beseech you, O Lord, and by your great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night for the love of your only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. I want to conclude this evening with the Collect for Church Musicians and Artists. On page 650 of the prayer book, O God, whom saints and angels delight to worship in heaven, be ever present with your servants on earth who seek through art and music to perfect the praises of your people. Grant them even now true glimpses of your beauty, and make them worthy at length to behold it, unveiled forevermore, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us all evermore. Amen. This concludes this evening's podcast and I'm glad you joined us for Praying with the Saints. If this prayer podcast has blessed you, we encourage you to subscribe at ChristChurchPlano.org and we encourage you to share this with your friends. I'm Father Paul Donison, and I'm looking forward to praying with you next time. Until then, I pray that you would have a peaceful night and a perfect rest.